Welcome to the daily devotional podcast of Meadowbrook Church, loving Jesus by loving people. For more information about who we are, find us online at www.meadowbrook.ca. people often turn to the spiritual realm. When the world is overwhelming, something within us is drawn towards what is greater or otherworldly for guidance and support in tough times. In the weeks after the September 11th attacks, churches were packed as people struggled to process what was going on and look to God for answers or assistance or comfort in the time of tragedy. When this happens, the people of God may not have all the answers and perhaps shouldn't even try to have them in the midst of heartache, but we can still serve as solid supporters, weeping with those who weep and mourning with those who mourn in the midst of tragedy. When Peter is approached in tragedy in today's verses, he does a little more than this, however. Acts chapter 9 verses 36 through 43 says, In Joppa there was a disciple named Tabitha, in Greek her name is Dorcas. She was always doing good and helping the poor. About that time she became sick and died, and her body was washed and placed in an upstairs room. Lydda was near Joppa, and so when the disciples heard that Peter was in Lydda, they sent two men to him and urged him, Please come at once. Peter went with them, and when he arrived, he was taken upstairs to the room. All the widows stood around him, crying and showing him the robes and other clothing that Dorcas had made while she was still with them. Peter sent them all out of the room, then he got down on his knees and prayed. Turning toward the dead woman, he said, Tabitha, get up. She opened her eyes, and seeing Peter, she sat up. He took her by the hand and helped her to her feet. Then he called for the believers, especially the widows, and presented her to them alive. This became known all over Joppa, and many people believed in the Lord. Peter stayed in Joppa for some time with a tanner named Simon. As Tabitha passes away, Peter is called for. In the midst of tragedy, the grieving seek one who they know walked with the Lord. There seems to be faith activated as they do so, however. They're not asking him to come to pay his respects. They urge him to come quickly, which is a strange response. If Tabitha is dead, then why does speed matter at that point? They must believe that something powerful and divine could happen here. As Peter comes to the deceased sister in Christ, first things first, he kneels and spends time in prayer. Perhaps he is asking for power to come. Perhaps he's asking for faith and strength to step out. Perhaps he's seeking the Lord's will. What do you want to do here, God? Perhaps, and maybe even likely, he's doing all of the above. But Peter takes time to seek the Lord. A good reminder that any success we have in ministry, any hearing of God's voice, any power at all, only comes out of communion with God and seeking Him. Prayer is crucially important. Jesus had raised the dead in his earthly ministry, and now Peter does the same, replicating the miracle of Jesus, just as Jesus had said his disciples would do. There aren't really any formulas in the book of Acts for how God works, but if we were really looking for a broad one, you might say this. The book of Acts works this way. The disciples pray, they seek God's will, they step out in faith, God's power shows up, and people believe. We see a pattern like this showing up over and over again. Even if the details are very different, the principle is the same. God is sought, God moves, people get saved. For you to consider today, how does that broad pattern fit into your own life? 
Are you seeking God the way the apostles did? While maybe not as dramatic as a resurrection, are you seeing God move in your life? Are you seeing him answer prayer? And how are people around you responding to that? Do they even know or are you keeping it to yourself? And how might the seeking of God and the moving of God help you point others to Jesus in your life as you seek him? Thank you.